folks, Steve Lewis here, Relevance for Today. Got Caleb on the show with me today. Welcome, Caleb. Hey, how you doing? Yes, doing great. It's good to have you again. Yeah, good to be back. Yeah, this time you're not a guest on the show. You are a participant, my friend. So today we're going to be talking about trusting God. And the question is, why don't we at times? Trust can be defined as a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. So in this podcast today, we're going to be taking a look in God's word at examples of those who trusted as well as those who didn't and how we can relate to these people in our lives today. So with that being said, Caleb's got a verse ready. He's ready to rock and roll, folks. That is right. So we're going to be looking at for the first verse, Genesis 20. 11 through 13. Um, I'm reading out of an NLT, the New Living Translation. Nice. Um, And so it says, Abraham replied, I thought this is a godless place. They will want my wife and will kill me to get her. And she really is my sister, for we both have the same father but different mothers. And I married her. When God called me to leave my father's home and to travel from place to place, I told her, do me a favor, wherever we go, tell the people that I am your brother. Wow. So, um, in my Bible, mine's the the Living Application Study Bible. Um, so, if we go back into the footnotes um, of this verse, it says, This verse was written and said, Because Abraham mistakenly assumed that Abimelech, which was the king, was a wicked man, he made a quick decision to tell a half-truth. Abraham thought it would be more effective to deceive Abimelech than to trust God to work in the king's life. Don't assume that God will not work in a situation that has potential problems. Mm. You may not completely understand the situation, and God may intervene when you least expect it. Now, we all have been in that situation, you know, where you you lose your trust, you know? Yeah. And this is a perfect example, you know? Abraham could have thought and said, you know what, I'm going to trust God and I'm going to believe that he's going to work in the king's life, Abimelech's life. But what ended up happening was, even though the truth that she was his sister, you know, you could have, <laughs> you, you could have, he could have just said the truth, you know, and trusted God that, he was going to work in the king's life. Right. It's a, yeah, that's a tricky one. But yeah, the bottom line is back in the day, these kings would see someone, they'd see a guy's wife and she looked amazing and they'd pretty much just go ahead and take the dude out and uh, take his wife. They were ruthless. Yeah. And that's a good passage. Like you said, Caleb, where you talked about that and especially in the footnotes about, you know, we need to trust God. And the funny part is when Caleb gave me that verse, I also remembered that Isaac, which was Abraham's son, did the exact same thing. It reminds me of the sins of the father passed down to the, to the children. But let's take a look in Genesis 26. Uh, let's go verses 7 through 9. And Isaac does the exact same thing that his father did and to the exact same king. So it says, when the men who lived there asked Isaac about his wife, Rebekah, he said, 
She is my sister. He was afraid to say she is my wife. He thought they will kill me to get her because she is so beautiful. But sometime later, our favorite guy, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw Isaac caressing Rebekah. Immediately, Abimelech called for Isaac and exclaimed, She is obviously your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? And of course, Isaac replied, Because I was afraid someone would kill me to get her from me. And you know, it's funny because Abraham, as well as Isaac, everything that God had shown them and the things they'd been through, but yet they still had that lack of trust. They didn't walk in that faith, knowing that God was going to take care of them. Because remember, Abraham was supposed to kill his son as a sacrifice to God, and it was a test, of course. Yep. But, yeah, so it's sitting back saying, hey, you know what? In my mind, when I read that verse, it was like Isaac was laying on the altar, and his father was about to stab him when God provided the lamb of sacrifice, the ram, you know? And so to me, it would be like, and I know it's, it's easy for us to sit back and say, if I was there, yeah. I would have never done that because I remember when my dad was going to sacrifice me and God saved my life. But yeah, look at us now, right? Yeah. Hey, we're all human. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That yeah. shows it. You're right. That shows that we're no different from them. They're no different from us, you know. So let's keep going. And that, and like Caleb had brought up, you know, that kind of has the half-truths where it was kind of true because they had the same fathers Mm -hmm. down the line. But, uh, yeah, the half-truths, when you can sit back and just say, you know what, I'm walking in the calling God has for me. God is going to take care of this situation. I'm just going to walk in faith. Yep. And, I mean, we're all humans, and at times, like, you know, if we have a bad day or whatever it is, you know, you feel like you feel like you you can't trust, and that it just the enemy comes in and gets the best out of you, you know. Mm-hmm. But you always have to remember that even if something is going wrong or it seems like nothing's going right, you always have to put your trust in God, you know. Yeah. And Definitely. Things will work out. You just gotta remember that He's above all. Yes. Name above all names. That's right. Amen. Okay, so we're going to continue on. We've got some more verses. We're, we're going to the Word today, and that's okay because it's nice to be able to get into the Word and show you folks some Scripture that's covering these topics so that you can learn. And, I mean, we also learned as well because we studied before we did the show and uh, took some nice show notes. Yeah, yeah. So for our next verse, it's, it's going to be in Genesis again. Um, this verse is based in around trust taking time to build up, mm. um, especially with relationships, you know. Um, it, it takes time for trust to build up. And in this case, this is um, a verse talking about Joseph and Pharaoh. Um, And it's going to be Genesis 50 and verse 5. And it says, Tell him that my father made me swear an oath. This is Joseph talking to Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. He said to me, Listen, I am about to die. Take my body back to the land of Canaan and bury me in the tomb I prepared for myself. So please allow me to go and bury my father. After his burial, I will return without delay. 
So this is Joseph asking Pharaoh to let him go and bury his father. Um, and in the footnotes, it states, Joseph had proven himself trustworthy as Pharaoh's advisor. Because of his good record, Pharaoh had little doubt that he would return to Egypt as promised after burying his father in Canaan. Mm. Privileges and freedom often result when we have demonstrated our trustworthiness. Since trust must be built gradually over time, take every opportunity to pr- to prove your reliability, even in minor matters. So, like, for instance, you know, you could be working. Like, my job, you know? Mm-hmm. My job right now... Um, I'm mowing lawns and weed whacking around like the park in Presque Isle, you know? Yeah. And a lot of the time, you know, first thing in the morning, seven o'clock, we get there and um, everyone leaves and it's just Dylan and I, you know, um, and we have to get our, our mowers ready. We have to make sure there's gas in them, make sure everything's working right. And then we're, we, we go off on our own. It's not someone looking and watching us. You oh, know? nice. No micromanaging. You know? So it's, it's okay you know where you have to go uh we'll see you at lunchtime or whatever yep i mean obviously it's the job mm-hmm. but those people have to trust us yeah to not go and just fart around and all you know just yep. to park the tractor somewhere and just just talk all day so even with just something small like mowing a lawn you know making sure that you do the right thing in order to build that trust with those people it shows yeah you know, you want you want good feedback. You know, obviously you don't always get good feedback, but um, being trustworthy, just like Joseph um, did with Pharaoh. Yeah. Pharaoh knew that Joseph would come back. You yeah. know, he, he trusted him wholeheartedly mm-hmm. and um, kind of tied in with God. You know, if we can trust people, you know, if we can trust human beings, yeah. We should be able to trust God yes, who can, who's above it. all. That's you know good. what I mean? I like that. And it it's a difference between like uh, I don't know if you'll feel the same but like trusting someone it takes time to build up, you know, but yeah. with but with God we we don't need to build up that trust because exactly. there's so there's so many testimonies in the Bible mm-hmm. of where it went wrong where people didn't trust. Yep. But then what happened was God showed them that they could trust yes you know what i mean that's really good because that opens up a portion of scripture that i'm going to read here in a second but i like the way you said that kayla because you know it all boils down to is as followers of jesus christ we should be showing the world that we're trustworthy yeah exactly and that is important and people should look at us and say you know what that caleb daigle kid there's something about that kid he you can give him a job he gets the job done sometimes he gets the job done early and he comes back wanting more he's one of those christians yes and i mean it's, it it's represents a, yeah exactly and even if someone doesn't know that you're a follower of christ you know we're supposed to we're supposed to shine like we are we're supposed yeah. to show that we are so like those people even though they might not know they'll see something different in us yes and that's the way it should be we should stand out in the world yeah definitely okay so i'm gonna go ahead and since you brought up joseph i'm gonna take us in by the way i love joseph favorite it's my favorite uh bible character of course besides jesus so let's go ahead and go to genesis 40 Uh, verses 12 through 5. Very important. Um, I've got a Bible study on Joseph that I actually need to post. 
and uh, break down and do a podcast series on it. But Joseph has he's been through a lot. Joseph went through a lot, but yeah, everywhere he, he went, the Lord was with Joseph everywhere. You know, he might have gone to Potiphar's house. He ended up being in charge. He's supposed to be a slave. He ends up being in charge of the whole household, yeah. yep. you know, and then he got thrown into prison and then he became in charge down there. Um, but while he was down there, he had an incident that happened. And uh, basically it boils down to the whole trust thing. And a lot of times we read God's word and we just blow over certain things. But I like to highlight this portion of scripture to teach people. So here's what it says. Uh, once again, it's chapter 40, verses 12 through 15. So Joseph, um, before I say that part, just to build everybody up to it, basically Joseph was translating dreams for the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. And so here it is. This is what the dream means. Joseph said, the three branches represent three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to your position as his chief cupbearer. And verse 14 is what I want to highlight. And 15, because this is something that he says where he should have been trusting in God, but instead he trusted in man. And here's what he said. And please remember me and do me a favor. When things go well for you, mention me to Pharaoh so he might let me out of this place. For I was kidnapped from my homeland, the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison. But I did nothing to deserve it. So right then and there, Joseph pretty much, he threw his plea out on the table. Yeah. Hey man, Caleb, do me a favor. Now that I told you the dream, can you please remember me? Put in a good word for me because I'm down here and I was falsely accused. But God already knows our rap sheet. Exactly. You know, exactly. God already knows everything Joseph went through. And I mean, Joseph had the dreams. God gave him dreams. He gave him favor, favor, favor through everything. So because he asked man, now this is just the way I look at it, folks. You may interpret it a different way. But for me, it was a lesson to learn about trusting. Because if we go to the next chapter, if we look in chapter 41, just verse 1, it says, Two full years later, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing on the bank of the Nile. And then that scripture continues on to pretty much say no one could interpret his dream. And that's when the chief cupbearer goes, oh, yeah, there's a guy. He was in prison with me. He interprets dreams through his God. I totally forgot. So Joseph made a plea instead of trusting in God to get him out of there at his right appointed time. He asked a man to remember him. And the guy forgot him for two years. Yeah. So that's another one of those situations where we look at not trusting. And, you know, like with yours, you were discussing trusting. This was definitely an example of not trusting. Yeah. Caleb? Yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly. Joseph could have, you know, sat down and instead of coming out and saying, oh, okay, he's leaving. I need to get the word out. I need to get out of here. You know, I need to get out of here right now. So what do I have right now? I have this guy, you know, and what could have happened? Like, we don't know what could yeah. have happened if he didn't say that instead of him, 
you know, saying, oh, please remember me. Yeah. What if, what if, you know, what if Joseph interpreted the dream and said, may God be on your side, you know, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. And then after he left, what if Joseph sat down and said, all right, God, what's next? Yeah. Instead of, you know, and that's, you can interpret it all the way back into our lives, you know, it, yeah. obviously this didn't happen to any of us, but with things you know mm -hmm. if something happens instead of going to someone being like oh, okay can you can you uh do this for me or can you like remember this for me or tell this person for me you right. know knowing that you can either open your bible or just pray ask talk to god you know about it yeah um definitely and that's one of those things where if we if we were to do that right off it would be a lot easier oh yeah but you know we're humans. I know. But we we're don't. humans, so we forget. We that. forget things. Oh, you yeah. know. Hook me up, man. Put in a word for me instead of going, Lord. You know what the calling is yep. on my life. You created me to be something great. Yeah. Yep. Show me. So it's it's like for for example, you know, like someone who might not, someone might not know what their calling is. Right. You know. Yeah. Going to going to like humans, you know, like people like pastors or anything like that. Like, give me something, you know, like I don't know what I'm supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. Instead of digging into the word, like praying, just building up your relationship with God. Yes. You know, it's uh, I'm not trying to like, I don't, I don't know what I'm like, how I'm trying to say this, but it's just like if. If we don't know or we're confused about where we are, yeah, you know, the best thing to do is to go into your Bible, get the Holy Spirit in you. Yes. Talk to God. And trust. And trust that he's going to show you. That's where it's at. Then once he shows you, once you find that, once you get that feeling, then you go to the people who are called to help you. Yes. You know, so it all goes back to trusting God. Yeah. And knowing that he knows and he's going to put you he, yeah he's going to put you in your spot where you need to be yeah. at the right time and he'll put people in place too and that's where the whole thing is because there comes that time where you have to wait you yep. know sometimes you do have to wait and you're like holy moly i've been in this thing for 13 years i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting it's like trust me you know it's kind of like god saying be still and know yeah. that i'm god yeah and i mean like with us as humans, like it's unbelievably difficult sometimes to be patient because everything's at our fingertips, you know. Yep. Um, and especially yeah. it, one one big thing, one big thing that everybody talks about, you know, is is healing. Yes. You know, people getting their healing, yeah, either financially, physically, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, we. It goes back to the whole thing, like we're praying, you know getting into the word and all this stuff. But instead of us saying, all right, I'm going to be patient. I know that I'm healed, Yeah. you know, all in God's time. Like I'm going to trust you. A lot of the times, you know, there are some days that we get discouraged. Of course. And we fall back, but it shouldn't be like that. You know, we should automatically, if we're feeling down, you just, uh, we should automatically go to God. Right. Well, that's where we have, that's where human nature gets yeah. in the way instead yeah. of our spirit nature. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, the spirit nature would make us want to sit back and go, you know what, God, you're in control. What, let your will be done. Yep. 
you know, and it's kind of like when you're talking about the healing thing and waiting, it reminds me of your dad, mm-hmm. Mike Daigle. We're going to do a podcast about his kidney and the season that your whole family was in. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. Six and years. Then, yep. Six, six years, years, man. Yeah. And then God chose a young lady right in the town yep. to bless him. Graduated with, with me. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Part of my friend group. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's powerful. Trust. And that was a journey, and that's going to be an awesome podcast. It'll probably be a, a two-part series or something because I know Mike has a lot to share. We may even sneak his wife in there, too, and share with that as well. But, yeah, that's good stuff, Caleb. So we're going to move right on. We've got one more comparison. Okay, a so, really good comparison. So, going along with more trust, um, numbers 14, 5 through 9. Um, this is going to be kind of based around um, don't trust God with only small problems. Yes. This is um, an example uh, of Joshua and Caleb, the spies of the, the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Chapter 14, verses 5 through 9, says, Then Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua son of Nun and Caleb, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, The land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land, and if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord, and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. Now, the footnotes are, are kind of long, but I'll, I'll read some of them. Yeah. Um, so. It says, With great miracles, God had led the Israelites out of slavery, through the desolate wilderness, and up to the very edge of the promised land. He had protected them, fed them, and fulfilled every promise. Yet when encouraged to take that last step of faith and enter the land, the people refused. After witnessing so many miracles, why did they stop trusting God? Why did they refuse to enter the promised land mm. when they had been, when that had been their goal since leaving Egypt? They were afraid. Often we do the same thing. We trust God to handle the smaller issues, True. but don't or doubt his ability to take care of the big problems, the tough decisions, the frightening situations. Don't stop trusting God just as you are ready to reach your goal. He brought you this far and won't let you down now. Mm-hmm. We can continue trusting God by remembering all he has done for us. Now, in this verse... Joshua and Caleb, they're ready. You know, they're like, oh, we we got this. We're going to trust God and we're going to go in there and defeat these giants and all that who are like ruling the land at the time. But what I also want to do is I want to tie in verses 10 through 12 as well. Okay. Um, And this, this right here kind of goes into the aftermath of what Joshua and Caleb said. These are the Israelites in response. Yes. It says, But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe me even after all the miraculous signs I have done among them? I will disown them and destroy them with a plague. Mm. Then I will make you into a nation greater and mightier mightier than they are. 
So basically, you know, Joshua and Caleb are coming in. They're like, yeah, we got this. So like God's on our side, you yeah. know, and the Israelites seeing all the things that they've done, you know, yeah, we're talking about stoning Joshua and Caleb because they trusted God and they yeah. were ready walking through the wilderness for who knows how long, you know, like mm. they're ready to go in and take their land that they were promised. Yeah. But then the other humans, you know, they, they got scared because they heard, Oh, there's, there's giants. There's, there's different things in here. We can't do that. Like, Fear. what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, what, what I want to share too in that, <clears throat> because I love that story. That's another one that's powerful and, uh, it has a lot of good nuggets in it, but referring back to um numbers chapter or numbers yeah chapter 13 verse 1 through 2 1 and 2 pretty much tells you the opening statement it said the lord now said to moses send out men to explore the land of canaan the land i am giving to the israelites that was it Send one leader from each of the 12 ancestral tribes. So right then and there, you know Moses turned around and said, hey guys, go spy the land that God is giving us. Yep. Caleb and Joshua, oh yeah, let's do this. They're ready. They're like, I, I want this. Yep. I mean, they were ready. You're right. They trusted. I mean, if God says, hey, that's yours, take it. They took it. They did. Yeah. And sadly, the other 10 which found their fate according to Numbers 14, verses 36 through 38. It says, The ten men Moses had sent to explore the land, the ones who incited rebellion against the Lord with their bad report, were struck dead with a plague before the Lord. Of the twelve who had explored the land, only Joshua and Caleb remained alive. You know, and that was a reward for trusting in God. Yeah, exactly. They had the victory. They knew who they were Yep. in the Lord and they they didn't back down you know it's one of those things and we can relate that back into our lives and mm -hmm. so many verses yep. I mean that's just the Old Testament yeah just a few verses in the Old Testament you know why don't we trust God at times because we are fearful yeah you know but it, Joshua and Caleb is a perfect example you mm -hmm. know even even if something were like might you know quotation marks might something bad might happen they were still ready. they were still ready because they trusted that god was going to be on their side yeah yeah i mean that's important trusting god with everything yeah why don't we because why don't of we? fear yeah fear number one because yep. the enemy's sitting back saying you guys aren't going to be able to take them out yep. you're not going to be able to handle that you're not going to be victorious in yep. whatever it may be you're yep. involved in and, and with fear comes doubt. Yep. And doubt, yeah, all that fear is very crippling. Yeah. Fear is very crippling and will get you to the point where you will never step into the calling that God has yeah. for your life. You just have to go for it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Well, with that being said, um, before I close in prayer, anything else you want to add, Caleb? No, just keep on trusting God with everything you have. Yeah. Read your word pray lay it at the lord's feet he knows you better than anybody else does you know whoever you are out there you're going through a situation right now and you know who you are you're going through a situation right now where you're having a hard time trusting god because yep. things haven't worked out in your life yep. 
but you devote that time, you sit down, you get in God's word, look up some, look in your glossary, look in your, uh, look in the back in the dictionary section, check out some verses on trust, read them. Don't just breeze through them. Take your time, read them. Nur- get that nourishment in yeah, you. Exactly. And one more thing. Yeah. Um, God wants to hear from us, mm-hmm. you know? It's one of those things. He wants us to talk to him and let him know that we do trust him. Obviously, he knows if he reads our thoughts or whatever, but he wants relationship, yeah. you know? You want to get closer to God? You want to get closer and become a closer follower of Jesus? Talk. Yeah. You know, show it. It's not always actions, you know? Talk to him. Build relationship. Just like you said, get in your word. Yes. And not just when you need something. Exactly. Talk to him even when things are going great. Lord, thank you for blessing me with this awesome day. Thank you for just another day of life. Yep. You know, don't make it always, you know, never want to use God like an ATM machine where you only go to him when you need something. Yep. Awesome. Well, good, man. That's great stuff. I'm going to go ahead and close in prayer and uh, we'll get her done. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity once again to share a message, not only for ourselves to learn from it, but also for those out there listening to the sound of our voice. Heavenly Father, bless each and every individual out there who's going through something right now where they're dealing with trust issues, where they just don't know which way to turn, and that you'll be able to show them in your word, through your spirit, ways in which they can come to know you and trust you in all situations. Heavenly Father, bless them, protect them, keep them safe. Bless us as well. May this podcast reach thousands. Why not millions? Millions. Yes, so that people can be reached, so that they will come to know you in a greater way and to know how to trust you and not be afraid. We just used a few examples today, but Lord, we're just asking that you just open up people's eyes to your word, to your ways so they can trust you in all things. And we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, there you have it, folks. Relevance for today. Steve Lewis. Got Caleb with me today. I'm going to have Caleb with me doing some other shows. And uh, want you to know we love you. We appreciate you all out there, all around the world. Stay tuned for more. Subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Because someone out there needs to hear what we have to share from the Lord. Amen? Amen. Yes. With that being said, take care of yourselves, folks. Have a good one. Peace.